Now it's time for Greg Bishop and the Council Roundup. Woke up this morning, 3 o'clock, saw the meeting was only about an hour and a half, and I was like, sweet. And then I listened to most of it, and I'm like, yeah. They had some problems last night, Chris. They did. They had some technical problems. And us in the radio business, we know technical problems, but it, it was kind of... It was kind of ugly last night. They eventually got the, the train going, but and definitely took some time. So the council roundup here with WMAY brought to you by Head West Sub Stop. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. It's right here on WMAY 927, 94.7 and 970 AM. I did listen briefly last night as it was going on, uh, but, uh, you know, of course, I like to have a little bit of... Uh, non-work time so i turned it off but i did hear the uh, the outburst between uh, redpath and uh, uh mayor langfelder uh, we'll get to that eventually but let's kind of get a flavor of what's going on last night as some people were in the council chambers and some people were remote hearing none all those in favor hold on joe's joe got discussion chuck has discussion joe oh joe go ahead joe okay Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, exactly. Hey, 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 hey. It sounds like uh, you, 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 you. Hold yeah, on, Chairman. We're trying to fix the speaker. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like an old 60s record. Maybe if everyone else in the council chambers muted their microphone. Yeah, it's not good. It's just not good. I apologize. We're like we're in a Woodstock concert here or something. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. It's, it's freaking crazy. <laughs> Way to go, Chuck. That's Alderman Hanauer. Oh, that, oh, yeah. I apologize. We're like we're in a Woodstock concert here or something. With the yeah, they always it's, get their voices mixed up. crazy. Yep, exactly. There you go. Shut the Zoom. Should have zoomed. Join this. <laughs> so there's going to be a back and forth uh, a little bit later on. We might get to it about uh, should they have zoomed? Should they have not have zoomed uh, with the increased mitigations? What kind of message does it send if there's people who are zooming and people who are in the council chambers and so on? Listen, I get, and this kind of goes back to what we talked about in the last segment with the, the legislature canceling. These are elected officials. They need to be conducting the city business. I don't know if the best way to do so is via zoom i'm just i'm just throwing it out there because things get muddled communication drops uh you're not able to really get you know into substance because there were multiple times like all the woman conley felt so bad she was talking and asking questions and nobody in the council chambers could hear her and she didn't get her point across that's, oh, that's frustrating. Yeah, that is. So those types of things were happening last night just across the board. But they quickly did, after dealing with some city business, they got into the issue of mitigation with the word coming down that uh, Sangamon County is going to be essentially mirroring the governor's orders of Phase 4, Tier 1, which prohibits indoor bar and restaurant service. Anyway, with regards to the mitigation factors, we did have a conversation with uh, public health officials this afternoon. And one of the metrics that has been surpassed, as you pointed out, was the positivity rate. It's three days, uh, I think 16%. And that's for the days of um, November 4th, 5th, and 6th. And so the uh, bar they set was 12%. So we surpassed that. And I know the county, I think they're issuing a uh, mitigation factor today with regards to that. There were some questions about you know the, the passing on of information here. Um, but he also talked about uh, the need for a mask mandate. We already have that, but what about another one? Move towards uh, further restrictions, but uh, one aspect that we will do is uh, I'll be bringing forth an emergency uh, ordinance rather for a public mask mandate. 
And so what that would mean is all public buildings, if they're open to the public, it doesn't matter if it's a bank, if it's a, a car dealership, whatever the case may be, they would all be required individuals that enter that uh, building or exit would be required to wear a mask just like we do right now for bars and restaurants. Yep. So with regards to that, uh, we'll be bringing forth a ordinance on uh, Tuesday with regards to that. Uh, we'll be dealing with that, Chris. of the mask mandate. So a little bit of a preview of what to expect next week. Sure. Uh, with a mask mandate. Uh, I don't know why they didn't have, if this is so important, why they didn't just pass it last night. Call an emergency meeting again like they did last week. Pass it. Sure. Right? If it's if it's something that we're going to have to. Well, they're testing the water. we got to tamp down on this. <sighs> I know. We, uh, to, to, to completely reform the economy, we got to test the waters. Yeah, right, right, exactly. Uh, to see what the, the reaction is to that over the next week. Uh, we'll get to more of last night's meeting, a lot to get to, uh, including some good news and some strange things that are not COVID-related uh, that a citizen wants to address. It's all on the way here, and we'll get right into that from last night's committee meeting. Where uh, council members started uh, chiming in on the uh, increased mitigations that are going to be taking place Thursday, Chris. It's the Council Roundup, brought to you by Head West Substop. I'm Greg Bishop, Chris Murphy in the newsroom, and here's Alderman Chuck Redpath. Uh, Mayor, my question is this. What, what data are we using to just shut down the bars and restaurants? I mean, I got a, I got a, a list here of all the infected areas to, f- sent back to March. And there's only one bar in there that was was a, was a, had problems with this. And actually, it was two bars from the list. I think he has, and um, it was also uh, no restaurants, no restaurants. Oh, God, Chris, I'm sorry, man. I got. <laughs> I, I had I, I had the the yeah. phone pop and, and, uh, anyway, and uh, he may have been confused about the fact that win loser dropped. You know that's what it says there. That, right. that it's not very clear that that's a bar. Well, no, the, the, the at least the document I have does delineate uh, the the establishment and then oh. also the category. So it does say bar, and there's clearly clearly two bars on that list from 44. From all the way back to late March to late October, so only two bars, zero restaurants. Sure. So that's why Alderman Redpath is raising those concerns. So why why are we singling out this one this, this one group? I, I don't understand that. D- do you know of data that I don't know about, or that everybody else don't know about? Because Actually, if, they, yeah. if there's data out there, if there's if there's information out there that these people are, that the bars and restaurants are causing this thing. Then I'll vote for it. I'll vote. I'll, I'll say shut it down. But there's absolutely nothing, and I got a list here that, that came from the county that shows that they're not. Here's the mayor responding. But the majority, you know, if you want to pinpoint where's the majority of it coming from, it's the house parties. You know, you had a Halloween gatherings. Uh, you just look at what's going to happen to some of the schools shutting down. It's from that happening with those uh, social gatherings. But uh, when you look across the country. What are the most frequent places people go to are the bars and restaurants. So uh, that's at 15 percent was the number they had said today at the, uh, you know, 15 percent of the spread was caused in that direction. Chris, I don't know if you could do that. You can't yeah. just say all the country uh, and then yeah, slap don't. it onto you know uh, localities like Sangamon County. Yeah, I'm a little confused about the mayor's logic there. I mean, what he, I know what he's trying to say. I think he's trying to say that because this is a national trend, it doesn't matter if Sangamon County doesn't have any 
cases in bars that, and restaurants that, that right now. We're going to shut them down because process. we will eventually. I know. That goes exactly. against due I, process. I, I understand. I understand that. You know, I'm just saying I, I think that's what the, the point is. I get it, too. And that's make. that's yeah. the, the you know logic coming from, um, you know, public health officials that are, you mm-hmm. know, uh, aggregating data from all across the country and trying to, you know, uh, tell a certain story with that data. But yeah. if you look at the data locally... No restaurants on this list of outbreaks. Sure. But every restaurant now has to prohibit indoor service. Right. So we just don't know. But the sheer numbers that we're dealing with, you have to do what you can to move in that direction. Mayor, I agree with you. I, I don't, I'm not arguing that point with you. And neither is, I'm not arguing with anybody else on the city council. But they've yet to show us any data that says that. If the Illinois Department of Public Health has that, bring it to us, show it to us. We're all agreement, but this this industry is being singled out. It's being singled out because they're bars and restaurants. Yes, they 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 bring in people, but they've been following the rules, and it's not fair to single single out one industry. Go to Walmart. Go to Menards. Go to Lowe's. They're a hundred deep in there, and I'm and I'm not blaming you, Mayor. I'm just angry that that the, the Illinois Department of Health should be showing us these numbers. And I've, I, our county's putting this out that they got that this shows one bar. Two I, bars. That's, that's not fair. No restaurants. Yeah. It's well, as we fair. know, there's been several bars that have it's not, closed. It's not my decision, uh, Mary. There's it's your been, decision, but I'm just saying. Uh, excuse me. Oh, good. You're back on. You know what? I got the floor. Thanks, Chairwoman. No. I'm I got sorry. the floor. We've been talking. We're, we're in the middle of debate here. You're arguing, and I'm allowed to. We're not arguing. We're debating. Allowed, you're yelling. I'm allowed to call order, Chuck. Well, I'm calling order. My point of order is this: there is no stats, no data that shows that this is the, these are the culprits. That's the right. uh, the statistic is 15 percent. We'll bring those and show them to us. That's what the physicians have said. So we'll have well the ones that you're asking about. People are asking me. The county issued a order, right? The county did. I don't think it was the city. The county did. We did have the discussion on moving the same direction. Oh. <sighs> I just, I, hmm. yeah, <sighs> by the way, I, uh, <clears throat> I think I, um, I relate to Chuck because, uh, <laughs> when Megan and I get into a discussion and, and a debate about something, which, you know, we, we talk through things all the time and <laughs> there's times where she's like, stop yelling at me. I'm like, I'm not yelling at you. That's just how I talk when I get passionate. If you really want me to yell, I'll yell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> But Anyways, that was Kristen, right? Yeah, the, the, uh, she's the chair of last night's committee, the whole remotely on Zoom, uh, and I believe the mayor and uh, Redpath were in person in the council chambers. So, again, the mayor's pointing to numbers a physician brought forward, I believe is what he said, showing 15% nationwide trend. That doesn't reflect what's going on in Sangamon County, according to the numbers from the Department of Public Health. And which should we go with? Some... You know, collated study from Asia and, you know, some island somewhere? Or should we instead be looking at locally what's happening and then target all of our resources, testing, mitigation, uh, making sure that, you know, nursing homes have proper uh, PPE and have the proper bed spacing? If we focus on, you know, the resources on where the problems are, maybe we can get control of this, but just taking the blanket you know, aggregated studies from across the country, I don't know if that translates well, especially if you're going to be determining how a small business is able to operate. Let's at least have a COVID outbreak at a restaurant before we shut them all down. 
Two one seven six two. I mean, that sounds kind of cold and whatever, but I don't understand how. Yeah, I understand what the mayor's trying to do. He's trying to be proactive about this. I think that's what's going on. But with that said, how do you how do you justify shutting down a business that hasn't created a COVID outbreak? It's uh, pretty alarming uh, to see this happening um, just as a, a passive observer. Back with the Council Roundup, brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Thank you so much, Head West, for sponsoring this program, keeping it uh, lively and informative and giving people a little bit of behind the scenes here of uh, the council meeting that they may not have tuned into last night. I'm Greg Bishop, Chris Murphy in the newsroom. It is the WMAY News Feed. And let's go ahead and continue on with the debate about the new restrictions for indoor service at bars and restaurants and exactly which which chieftain are we taking orders from here? Uh, I think that's something Alderwoman Doris Turner uh, made pretty clear in her comments last night. Uh, is that going to lead to a lot of confusion where we have uh, some um, bars and restaurants that are in the city that that are in the city but get but rely on licensing from the county is that going to raise some confusion i mean I, i'm just asking because there's been confusion all over the place i mean i i think that it's confu- it's confusing i mean i mean you have Alderman for gen z's on here he's a, he owns a restaurant and he's confused if i owned a restaurant i wouldn't know which direction to point sure and it would make it to the point where I'm like, hey, I'm just going to retire I, I or or find some other yeah, line of they, work they, or something. They, they, there are not a lot of restaurants that are going to come back from this one. I mean, there's no more outdoor dining options here. You know, it's like pretty we're incredible. going to be in pretty cold weather for the rest yeah. of the, you know, here on out till March. And she continues. Kind of ironic that we're relying on the SJR to tell us what's going on. <laughs> well, they have the information. <laughs> we should have the information. We they emailed it. I think they emailed it to corporate accounts <laughs> about probably. 10 till 5 or something of that nature. Wow. So even the city council didn't get a heads up that um, Sangamon County was going to mirror the governor's orders. Uh, so they had to hear from uh, the SJR reporter last night in the chamber. Uh, so that in itself it questions the line of communication. And, you know, we had this task force set up uh, that had, you know, county officials and city officials and whatnot. I mean, you would have thought that this would have been something clearly intimated. Uh, yeah, so that somebody the representing the city would have been there. You know, right. it's like that. Uh, Alderman Joe McMiniman chiming in on uh, these issues, and uh, I think that uh, he's he's hitting on something that I think is true for not just the city, but also for the legislature, and that is let's hold some people accountable and get some questions answered. It's in the hands of Gail O'Neill. As soon as it's in her hands. She needs to send it to our mayor and our aldermen. So we've got the same information that the, the media has. That, that delay is unacceptable. It's unacceptable. And that message has got to get to Gail O'Neill. And furthermore, she's never come to one of our meetings. I, I would hope that um, a uh, chairman of the community, the whole, or our mayor would invite Gail O'Neill as the leading health official for our county who represents the city as well because it's a joint county city health department i think we've all got questions we'd like to ask her such as the questions that uh alderman redpath had earlier regarding these statistics about where the infections are occurring if that information is out there we need to get it so we could hear gail o'neill at a future meeting uh i hope that is the case because it's important to have those types of uh open hearings uh and then he also went on to talk about the need for uh some kind of punishment at the fire department for the outbreak they've had 
uh, and in particular looking at uh, you know punishing people who may have you know had some behavior that led to the outbreak. So that's something that he's looking for in that capacity. Uh, moving on here, we've got uh, a whole bunch of back and forth about gambling and about whether or not we're actually going to see uh, you know the bars and restaurants to be allowed to have gambling. Uh, so you can go and watch that, of course, yourself, uh, and I encourage you to. Uh, it's good to get the council roundup in these small digestible bites, but uh, there's a lot that happened last night, and a lot of points were raised. But I do want to skip ahead to, because um, it's Veterans Day, we've got uh, a special song that was sung last night, uh, Chris, and uh, it's from one of the uh, the AFSME representatives who speaks to the council reg- regularly, Gene Mitchell. He stood up. He wanted to address the council, but he had some problems. They were, you know, technical issues. Sure. Uh, so while they were uh, dealing with the technical issues so that everybody could hear, uh, he made a suggestion, and uh, the alderman that could hear him took him up on that pretty quick. Would you all like me to sing the Marines hymn while we wait? It's my birthday, for goodness sakes. Yes. <laughs> it's your birthday? What's the birthday? Well, I, I'm a Marine. It's it's our 245th birthday. We're really Go excited. Go ahead and sing it, Gene. Let's hear it. <laughs> you offered. All right. From the halls of Montezuma to the shores of Tripoli, we fight our country's battles in the air on land and sea. <laughs> to fight for right and freedom and to keep our honor clean. We are proud to claim the title of United States Marine. All right. Very good. Nice. And then he went on to talk about how they need to uh, ensure that uh, AFSCME employees have safe conditions or if they can work from home, they need to work from home. Uh, There was another citizen that addressed the council, and he uh, shared his uh, concerns about the economy, and it has nothing to do with COVID. We've learned over the last week or so that um, the uh, clothing store inside of our our, uh, hotel is after 30 years closing the store and moving out of downtown and after speaking with the barber shop in downtown that's been there for 40 years plus they're considering the same thing neither because of covid it's because of the cleanliness issues around downtown chris the building uh, currently that sits there is being used almost on a daily basis as an outdoor lavatory we uh, have different parts of the property indoors and outdoors being urinated defecated elevators staircases on a numerous basis he said they need to get that cleaned up because businesses just aren't going to want to come down there and deal with that yeah. uh conventions when they start back up they're just not going to want to come down there and deal with that if the legislature comes back anytime soon whenever that is uh sure. they're not going to want to have to deal with that uh so it's going to be incumbent on the city to clean that up and that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with COVID 19.